guys, welcome back to the Let God Podcast. It's me, Mary Hannah. It's me, Ayatha. And me, Wanipa. Oh, we hope you all have had a wonderful week. Um, and we are so excited to be back. It's almost the half season. Yeah, so we've got this episode and one more, and then we're on our little hiatus. Um, but today we're going to be responding to another question from the Google Drive. But this topic is a little bit deeper. It's about obedience and specifically discerning the Holy Spirit's voice from like your own thoughts and your own motivations. But of course, before we get into the topic, we're going to have a word of prayer. Dear Lord, uh, we thank you for another time uh, where we get to answer one of the questions that's been laid on the hearts of one of our listeners. Lord, we pray that you give us the right words to say. And we pray that in everything we do, as we speak about obedience, help us to be able to be sensitive to your voice and to know when it's you speaking and when it's our own earthly desires. And Lord, more than anything, let us be able to know you so that we are sheep that can hear the voice of their shepherd and can follow their, its le- their lead mm-hmm. or follow your lead, O oh Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that everything we say shall be ordered by you and that, as always, everything that we do shall be of a good representation of you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 Um, now, before I forget, if you have not seen on our stories or in our bio, we are planning a live show in the UK for June of 2022. Whoop, so whoop. exciting. But we need to know the numbers so we can cater to y'all. Like, we're, is it going to be an intimate dinner or is it going to be like a venue? Like, we need to know how many of y'all are. Yeah, we need to know how many of y'all are interested in coming. It's provisionally Saturday, the 18th of June. So if you're in the UK or are up to traveling, that is when it's going to be. It's in the Google. It's in our description for this episode and in previous episodes. And we'll be posting it on, on our stories as well on Instagram. So please fill that out just to help us out. And we are so excited to hopefully meet lots of y'all and have a really good time. But of course, let's do the icebreaker. So today's icebreaker is like meme culture. So y'all know the meme, well, the girls know, but just for everybody who's listening, y'all know the meme where it's just like a cartoon of God. Sometimes it's like the Powerpuff man. Sometimes it's just like a line drawing of a cartoon of God and it's like a bowl and God's like pouring ingredients, which like constitute your person. And then it's like, oops. And it's like, God put too much of X in me. And it's like a little bit sacrilegious, but it's like a bit of a key as well. Like, what is that oops quality <laughs> for I you? Such an intellectual, like, that explanation of the meme. <laughs> that was a first-class diss out. Like, see how she used the word pouring into your, constitute your person. Wow, this is a brain. <laughs> but on a real, guys, what is your oops? Like, what did God totally OD for you? <laughs> MH should say intellect. <laughs> yes. Girl, I don't know if he OD'd on that. I'm struggling through my degree, child. Baby, come on now. <laughs> I don't care. How about you start? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've already said hers off. I would I say shamelessness. I actually don't. I don't have. Like, I don't get shy anymore. I don't know when this occurred, but I'm the type of person that would just do things. Oh, that's good. But, uh, and then the next day I'm like, interesting that I would make that decision. <laughs> <laughs> Probably with someone else and they'll be like, why did you do that? I was like, I was just feeling it. 
<laughs> that part. Like, what about your image? Oh, um, I've got a few. A sweet tooth. I love sugar far too much mm. for my own good. Like, it's really bad. That's facts. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love to- sugar too much. Um, uh, I think semi-seriously, like, sensitivity or empathy. Like, sometimes I'm like, it's a bit much now. Like, I want to I be, like, savage and mean. But then I'm like, I can't do that. And then it just becomes really bad. So I want to, like, not care about things. I think I care about things a little too much. But otherwise, it's like that. And, like, I have too much of a sweet tooth. It's actually really bad. Like, shockingly bad. It's giving self-aware. Yes. MHB ODing on sugar cookies and things of this sort. Literally, like. guys. I was even tempted to go and get some today. But I was running late. So I was like, let me come straight home. It's only but I can God literally clear a pack. Close the buttery. <laughs> it was God that closed that buttery, not COVID. <laughs> Bro, if anybody knew me in first and second year, the buttery by Sage, because that's right next to my college, Cambridge people, you know, the buttery by Sage saw me every day, maybe Ooh. twice. Yeah. And um, they knew my order. <laughs> they didn't even. They didn't even say anything to me. They knew exactly what I was getting and they would just say how much it costs. And I was like, thank you. For, like, wonderful doing business with you guys. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's me. What about you, Manipa, dear? Oh, uh, I think, yeah, to be honest, similar to Iron Pay, like, probably shamelessness. I'd be so honest, like, I actually do stuff on a daily and don't give a heck. Like, the girls will actually testify, like, I don't feel embarrassment to do stuff. And it's I wish actually, I had that. it's becoming a problem. No, <laughs> no, because sometimes I do need shame. Absolutely. Even I was telling the girls a fun little cute little story time earlier today and the way their jaws dropped, I said, ow, like, <laughs> I said, ow, was that, was that, was that too brazen of me? My goodness. La, la, la. I said, let me, God needed to pour in abundance more self-control, but anyway, the Holy Spirit will provide sharp, according to Galatians. Um, another thing, um, what else? What else do I have too much of? God put too much mouth on me, I'll be so honest. Like, <laughs> I really be talking a lot. Even when I listen back to the podcast, I'm like, oh baby, slow down, but I just actually don't have the capacity in me, so. Literally yeah, same. God put too much lip service in me, unfortunately, <laughs> but it got us this far. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise. Oh, <laughs> I think too much not too much like face was like you can always tell how i feel by my facial expressions too mm. much facial expression yeah. <laughs> or she how can't about, hide it how about something that god should inject into each of us or like oh that's a good one inject. or maybe to the other person so we Ooh. would say it for everybody for like yeah each yeah. other actually oh, sure, we can do either i'm happy with either what would I even say for this? Which order are we going in? Because y'all are, I am for you're on the left side of my screen, Winnie, but you're at the bottom. Oh, we are random. I'm on the right for myself. <laughs> no, I'm on the right for myself as well. I'm on the right oh. for myself as well. Oh, crazy. Wow. Wow. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> so you can bad. tell we're recording this so late because we're literally delirious. <laughs> no. Like, what yeah, is actually that? delirious, bro? It's been a day. <laughs> 
<laughs> I actually don't know. Like, y'all okay, so if I, will I do five there? Or I will do four with Aoife. Why don't we just two do four? Each one. other, yeah. 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 <laughs> that makes so much more sense. Why don't we just two do for Bobby? <laughs> Okay, let me think. Let me think. Ooh, Mike so, what should God inject? What should God inject? Ooh. Or maybe one of the others, like what did God give in abundance? What should God inject? Oh, I've got something for both of y'all, I think. I've got something for MH. <laughs> I'm scared. You can say anything. They can say anything on this podcast. I'm too fired. <laughs> you can say mine if you want. You girls can say mine first. Okay. You go first. Mine is that God needed to inject more shamelessness into MH. Yes. MH is too... She's not shameful. That's not the word. Even though that's the opposite of shamelessness. But like, <laughs> MH, they'll be acting out too much. And sometimes... MH pretends she's shy. Especially when we're I out. I am. It'll be like, let's do stuff in a three and then she'll just leave us. Yeah, MH is the sort of person who will like not do a dare, like an embarrassing yeah. dare in public, Mm-mm. but I'll do it. Do you know what I mean? I hate embarrassment. I told you the way my mental health is set up, I can remember something from five years old <laughs> that I said at five years old. I can't deal with that. No, do you I know need to is? sleep at this night. This is so funny. Like the other day, MH called me out because like I was a hater to someone, God forgive me. And then like I said something nice about them later, like within the stretch of like a week later mh was like you're the fakest person in america because last week you were saying this and this and i was like mh your problem is that you remember too much <laughs> yeah and i said that's the root of all my mental health issues no but listen should we not take example from god the father who forgets as far as east is from the west <laughs> oh no no i thought was that yours for me as well Mine for you would be patience sometimes. Yeah. Because MH is like, you're the type to get annoyed and then you just act. And then the yeah, day 100. after, you'll be like, let's rewind. <laughs> Literally me. That's 100% me. Yeah. Hmm. That's 100% me. Um, For you girls, I was going to say for um for Wanipa, I was going to say, like, I feel like everyone who knows Wanipa, like, she she's that girl. But I feel like sometimes when you put out really in this full spirit of like understanding that she's that girl, you know, when you just look at somebody, oh. you're just like, oh, you're an icon. And you just like, you need to really step into that. Like people be talking to her crazy. And I'm like, no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. Sometimes I'm thinking like this camera. That's really nice, actually. When you can use to inject the block and not reply button. Yes, that's exactly what face. I mean. Yes. I do. I really do. I need to not reply to people who I don't want to reply to. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. people just have her number. They just be belling her line. And I'm like, they do. what is going on? <laughs> no, you guys really, this is this is a sister circle for real. <laughs> this was an intervention. <laughs> and for mm. for um, more, um, Amphor says she's not shameless, but she's, she's actually, like, you can tell from the podcast, she's very reserved. Like, mm. she is a quiet character. Um, and she's got such a lovely spirit. So I think like more people should like see that. Um, yeah. But I guess that's more a personality thing than than like anything else. Yeah. 
I would say similar, just more wow. You know, just, <laughs> just more, because I feel like sometimes I'll be telling people like Iron Fist is actually like a crazy person and they don't And they don't obvious. get it. They don't get it. I feel like that needs to be displayed more so that I can stop looking like I'm talking nonsense. You know what I mean? <laughs> because you guys aren't the first person to say that oh, but yep. I like it it's a bit of a mystery a bit of mystery it's hard to be hot and mysterious ah great you can be hot and loud come on now <laughs> hot and crazy <laughs> that's my brand <laughs> <laughs> oh okay guys anyway that was a lovely bit of self and friend reflection I feel yeah um let's move on to the questions then so this is the original dilemma give me two seconds to locate it okay right so the person our listener sent in one thing i've been struggling with um is obedience and telling and differentiating between if it's my voice or the holy spirit or even the enemy love you guys Love you too, sweets. Thank you so much for sending this message in. So yeah, the question is basically discerning your voice or the Holy Spirit's or potentially even if it's something that the enemy, um, the devil is is trying to orchestrate in mm-hmm. your life. How do y'all go about doing that? MH, I'm actually going to back this end of this one oh. again because you was raising some interesting points before. I'm sorry, <laughs> I had to like... <laughs> No, they always do this to me, y'all. Like, they really do. No, um, really. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Okay, so discerning your voice from the Holy Spirit. Uh, I've been reading Judges recently. Um, so that's what's mostly in, like, my mind and my spirit. And one thing I've been saying about God's character in the book of Judges is that God um, proves himself. And I think there's no no better biblical character that we see that in than in the life of Gideon. When God is telling him, like, you're going to be basically the redeemer of Israel at this specific point, you know, when the angel comes to meet Gideon, the first thing he does is he affirms him and tells him, like, who he is in God. And then God, as we all know the story, or maybe you're not familiar with it, which is cool. God, basically, Gideon's like, how can I be the one to redeem the people of Israel? Because, you know, I'm like the smallest person from the smallest family of the smallest tribe. And he's like, God, if it's really you, what was it like? This is, is this Gideon? Yes, it is. It's like, God, if it's really you. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. If it's you, like, for all them signs, yeah, but he basically asked him for like really random and specific signs. Like, I'm gonna leave this piece of blanket out and I want all the ground to be wet, but the blanket to be dry, dry, Mm -hmm. and And he did then God does it, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, I think one thing in terms of answering that question specifically, I think it's really important to remember that God proves himself, he doesn't want us to be playing like hide and seek or guessing with his word because obviously, this is our life, and scripture tells us that God has plans to prosper us. and not to harm us and also god makes allowances for our humanity and also for our doubt so practically um i feel like that looks like prayer like just praying for discernment i think is really important but also um being open to the different mediums god can use to confirm his word because i feel like god will confirm it so like in my life i can give a really brief example um this time last year i had no idea what i was going to be doing post-graduation and i was um doing my internship uh, virtually in America because um, I didn't go to Spain for my year abroad. Um, and so I had an idea to do a specific thing. It just came to me really randomly. I was just Googling like look, the sort of opportunities that are available for like someone with my degree set and like with my interests. And then teaching came up and I was like, okay, like whatever. 
Um, and then long story short, I got connected with people who were doing really cool teaching programs in America. Um, and I was like, okay, this is something that I'd be interested in, but I just prayed about it and shelved it because I just had other things on my plate. And then super, super randomly, somebody who my parents are like really close with who does ministry in South Africa, literally called them and was just like, which one, whichever one of your girls, because I have a sister, is thinking about teaching, tell her to do it because like God oh. wants her to do that. And I was shook because wow. that's never happened to me before. I'm always just like, you know, like sort of going with the flow and God like make things happen. I'm like, oh, okay, God, I know that's you. But no one else had ever like stepped into it like that. So I was shook. And so that's what I mean by like God will prove himself because I was going through a very tricky faith patch at that time. Like we've spoken about this on the podcast and on the YouTube before. But yeah, that's my... That's my little anecdote. And then, like, even when I came here, my director of studies, I asked him to do a reference for me for the program. And he did, wrote the reference. And then after he submitted it, he was like, oh, I didn't want to tell you, but I did this exact same program when I was um, graduated wow. undergrad. Um, so it was just like, yeah, very, like, you can see God's hand in it. That's how I That's how I discern it. I mean, not just because something is going well doesn't mean God is in it. But mm. I think God makes himself clear, even when there is difficulty. You know, mm. so that's my answer to that. Sorry, that's a bit around the way, but that's what I've got to say about that. I think as well, following on from that, I think whenever you actively seek God, he's not going to conceal himself for you. Mm. So I think even if you feel kind of uncertain about the exact nature of the direction that God is trying to pull you in or the exact message that he's trying to give to you, like, he wants nothing more than for those who earnestly seek him to ask for him. And he's not going to deny that from you. Um, and I was just talking to the girls about a passage which I was looking at the other day with some people from church in Matthew 7 when it says, seek and you shall find. And if you seek out the character and the righteousness and the the just the goodness of God, he's never going to deny that from you. So I think mm -hmm. just just be patient as well. And like, cause he's being patient with you in revealing yeah. himself. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, I think with hearing God's voice versus your own, it can kind of be hard because sometimes you want like an audible, like a different voice. And sometimes yeah. God does, does talk to you with a voice that sounds like the voice in your head mm. type of thing. Um, but one thing, that has helped me in life generally is just like sometimes I don't really pray for like God tell me exactly what to do I just pray for all the steps yeah and I think that's what's helped me so far like even if I look at the journey of particularly my education like getting to Cambridge and actually doing medicine there were so many steps that if one thing didn't happen like I probably wouldn't I definitely wouldn't be in the um in the position I am now and that is partly because of like destiny helpers and like people that got put in my life by accident um that helped me to get to where i am so that there is more than just like a god speaking to you directly but also you also being able to follow the steps that he has put in line for you and all of that boils down to be able to have that relationship with god and having that connectivity of knowing if I go this path or if I go this path, um, everything will turn out fine. And mm -hmm. just having that trust in God that he has your best interest in mind. I think especially at this age where we're quite young and that mm -hmm. there's so many like paths that 
we can go. We're scared of every little decision. We're thinking, if I make this wrong decision, it'll lead me down the wrong mm. path and then my life will turn out like this. I think ultimately the best thing I've put in my life right now is just putting my faith and trust in God that whatever decisions I made with his help, obviously it will lead me to the best thing that he has in plan for me ultimately. Yeah. That's really good. So I guess following on from that, when you have, you know, managed somewhat to discern what it is that God is telling you to do, what do you do? Because I know speaking personally, I don't always be following. I'll be so honest about that. It's a big area in my life that I know I need to work on. So I guess how do you guys cultivate a heart of obedience and how do you how do you actively try to better that in yourself and what is obedience to you like I guess let's just talk about obedience Mm -hmm. like a definition just whatever I just you know Mm. wherever y'all want to take it I feel like I'm totally with you on that day. I mean, like, we're saying as if as if we're not friends. Like, the girls know me. You know what I mean? Like, they know exactly <laughs> what be going on. <laughs> they know what be going on. But I'm totally with you on that. I think um, in recent years, I've, God has really been, like, teaching me, like, you need to listen the first time. Because I don't be listening the first time. <laughs> and if you had to be up in really unnecessary situations. And I think on a serious note, um, one thing that I've had to reconcile is that one obedience is a very, it's a very personal, I mean, like, obviously we have the word of God and we've got the 10 commandments and we've got biblical principles that guide our lives, but convictions and like the instructions that are very specific to your own journey is like a very, it's a deeply personal process and a deeply personal journey. And I say that because I've definitely been in situations where I'm like, God has told me not to do X or not to no longer engage in X or entertain X. And I'm not, I don't really, really mean like a person or relationship. I just mean maybe behaviors or activities or whatever. And then I'm like, okay, God, yeah, I'm going to honor you. And then that's cool for a little bit. And then I see next babe doing X, Y, Z, loving God too. And they getting all the blessings and having a good time. And I'm thinking something ain't right here. Like the (laughs) math is not like God, come on now. And I think one thing God had to teach me one is like obedience is not a meritocracy. And what I mean by that is like, Mm. it's not, I obey God gives me a reward because that is, uh, essentially what faith is. It's Mm -hmm. a prosperity gospel. Exactly. It is. I obey because I'm serving my father and a byproduct of my obedience is being in his will. And God's will is to prosper me and not to harm me. But it's not that I'm going to receive X, Y, and Z because I'm, obedient i hope that makes sense um yeah and i think yeah i think that's the one thing like those are the two things that obedience is deeply personal you shouldn't compare it to other people's and it's so important like true obedience is listening the first time i mean like god of course has grace for us but yeah i think that's yeah just listen the first time and tell Mm -hmm. other people who you can trust to like get you together Mm because i think that 
to hold you accountable to be like right. okay you need to stop this now it's too much it's too much i wish i had a little bit more of that you know Ooh, i'm about to dm y'all after this <laughs> hold me to account lady <laughs> no there's a sorry now those were some um really beautiful reflections mh thank you so much for that um okay. i think one thing i really wanted to touch on because it's something that has been on my heart so much recently is this idea of fear because for me um i feel like there's changes god has been trying to procure in my life and has been trying to gently turn my heart towards and has been i guess pulling on my innermost heartstrings and there are things that i know that he requires of me but i guess what stops me from fully committing and fully stepping into this life which is set apart is kind of fear of judgment and especially from those who I maybe met in one season and feel like won't understand or accept me if I now step into something new because Mm -hmm. I think even like I have shared my testimony on this podcast before um at the end of season one go back and listen to that when we were just mere May pickings <laughs> this podcast. But um even as I went through that transition which I described on the podcast, I noticed that certain relationships were affected adversely because I felt like people didn't understand who I was becoming. And mm-hmm. somewhere along the way I think I've kind of internalized that and that has stopped me from being fully obedient to some things that are personal convictions. And I was speaking to this about uh, speaking about this to someone who I really trust from my my church, and he was basically just saying like, what we do is we kind of catastrophize and think that like, if I follow God, then like he's gonna lead me into all this hardship and destruction. I'm mm. gonna have to become mm. a hermit. I'm not gonna have any friends anymore, and we fear those consequences and we fear the opinions of other people so much, but. Romans 8 1 tells us that in Christ there is no condemnation so whatever you feel like you're going to experience the freedom that comes from being in him is liberating above this awkward in-between position which you're trying to kind of navigate and straddle you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and so I think I'm just just really trying to answer some calls which I know that God has been belling my line on and just say yes fearlessly and just understand that it's not his will that i should suffer for walking in his will that's contrary to what the word says you know in him there is freedom and happiness and and true obedience that comes from trust should Mm -hmm. mean that i'm willing to take what i now perceive as a risk because of the things i know that he has in store you know for my life Mm -hmm. So I think that's that's my main thing. Um, if anyone else is experiencing that kind of fear of looking weird, of being different, yeah. it's like God has even better than your best interests in his heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. And that kind of like links to what we were speaking, like Martha, our uh, student path pastor was speaking about in our church youth a student night about like 
as we are meant to be the light of the world sitting set in the hill sometimes we try to still like be like look close enough to other people but still mm. like be like we yeah, i have jesus but then we don't really need to be look like everyone else in the decisions that we make like we're meant to be a light for a reason yeah and one thing um i've learned about obedience recently like sometimes you don't need to like fight certain convictions or like certain things because you feel like oh it's not that deep and there's some things um like some positions i've been in and it really isn't that deep but then i made like a decision and it like it really didn't matter that much in the grand scheme of things but then when i went home i, I was like thinking oh i should Maybe I made the wrong decision. Mm. If people think I'm weird, and then when I got home the next day, people were telling me just something like, "I'm so glad I made that decision," mm. or like, "Um, being involved with certain people," and then, like after I'll be like, "Yeah, thank God, that ended right. that mm. type of thing." So, right. um, sometimes it is like in the position in the when you're in it. It can seem like either whether it's a big decision or a small decision, it can seem like quite futile. But then at the end of the day, it can lead to like it can actually make an impact. I think just being for me, it's been being sensitive to how God speaks to you, which probably be like our next question, like how to know how God speaks to you. Mm-hmm. But um, being sensitive to like how you've experienced God speak to you in the past and being able to not ignore the voice of god Mm. Mm. i have i have a couple points to to add to that um one is this quote which i love so much which i think i probably said on the podcast before um but it's it's by an author ellen white who was kind of um pivotal in the beginnings of the adventist church and she said um god never leads his children other than they would want to be led if they could only see the end from the beginning as he Mm. can and that just gives me so much comfort because it's kind of like we try to predict the consequences of obedience to him and normally Mm. that's kind of the worst case scenario in our heads but it's like if only you could just see and sometimes I feel like God is saying to me like girl like if only you could just see what I can see for you the the happiness that you'll experience from staying in my will yeah i just yeah that's so special um the other thing is like i feel like the reason obedience is so difficult sometimes is because of this kind of battle which the bible speaks about a lot um between like the flesh and the spirit and like Mm -hmm. how the spirit just really wants to do the will of god and then the flesh is just like no ma'am i'm gonna do me Um, (laughs) and i was doing a devotional in february according to to my notebook and um i read psalms 86 11 one day and oh this verse just touched me so hard <laughs> touched me so hard <laughs> this verse just touched my heart so much um and it says teach me your way O lord that i may walk in your truth unite my heart to fear your name um and i just wrote in a few things um and I just really focused on this idea of like no longer letting my heart being divided by God and other mm. attractions. I was thinking about the Psalms 51 when it says, create in me a new heart, O Lord. Um, you know, and I was like, just like, show me what it really means to just have this 
undivided unity towards you and um mm. the last thing i wrote was the unity and uniqueness of god demands unity of heart in his worshipers mm. um mm. so yeah i think it's just something that we need to actively pray about because it's not easy at all mm. <laughs> it's very hard in parks <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Um, let me just add one more point to that and then I'm a <laughs> um, and then while I was reading that it led me to another verse Jeremiah 32 39 um, which just reminds us that like even though this is a difficult task it's not something that we need to do alone and that verse says I will give them singleness of heart and action so that they will always fear me and that all will then go well for them and for their children after them and so I think mm. in them moments when you're really struggling with obedience, just go to the one who gives us the will and the capacity to obey and just ask him to like bend your will towards him. Mm. Yeah. What you just said, that verse that you just shared from Jeremiah reminded me of something that I had been thinking about when it comes to obedience. Somebody else in scripture who I think the obedience is like really resonates with me is Esther. Mm. Um, and how basically like what she was asked to do was fairly difficult in terms of like yeah the, the the king loved her or whatever was enamored by her but at the same time it was like she was risking her life to go and enter his court without being summoned or beckoned but like what she did basically saved her people from being massacred so she basically prevented a genocide but like apart from that there's like a festival i believe that the israelites still participate Israelites that Jewish people still participate into this day called like the festival of Purim which just basically commemorates the fact that like they were not killed um during that period in history and I think when I was like engaging with that story a while ago one thing that God um I sense God tell me was like your obedience has a legacy mm -hmm. and that harkens back to um Winifa's the verse Winifa shared from Jeremiah about like your gener generations to come like mm -hmm. the somewhat inconsequential decisions well, sometimes inconsequential, sometimes big decisions or big things God desires from us um, have repercussions that go far beyond like what we can even like, not only what we can see, but what we can even imagine in the lives of other people um, and people that we know and then people that we don't know. And I think sometimes it's so important to put both obedience, but also like disobedience in perspective in that sense, mm. because in as much as like your obedience can carry such a beautiful legacy in God will use your obedience in such beautiful ways to like bless you and bless others without s sounding like a doomsday person. Um, like also re remembering like my disobedience. No, really, because I hate when people try to be scaring people with the faith, you know? No, but too. like, where would my disobedience take me? And sometimes I really think about that. Like if I had really let some things play out a little bit longer, if huh. I had really... And it's just like, mm. <laughs> even, do you remember when we were having a discussion about, yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> bro, let's just say this podcast would have never existed. <laughs> no, that, that reminds me of a two main people of um, Lot's wife that turned mm. around. Mm -hmm. And then um, I can't know. remember what book it was, but when like God told the Israelites to like kill all the people and to like leave all the um so they they went to like fight against these people and then God mm. told them to kill every single one. 
but then one they left like the king and someone yeah, else yeah. Mm-hmm. and there was this person who took like one of the gold from the city mm. i can't remember it was is it abimelech or something i can't remember but um, i know the story you're talking about yeah, yeah but how like half obedience isn't obedient still oh oh, oh. Gert. oh. finished me yet yeah, today nah. <laughs> What so, like, will you not... do now that you've killed me? <laughs> <laughs> it's just because you do half of it or you do up to what you feel comfortable with. <sighs> Doesn't mean that you've obeyed. I am free. I am free. You want to finish my life today? Like, this is actually a serious <laughs> word. Now that you've scattered my whole existence, what will you do? <laughs> no, wow. That's a word. Wow. That's a word. That's a word. I don't. I think that needs to marinate for a little bit. I have nothing to say. I'm honestly dumbfounded. Can we have a moment of silence, please? <laughs> no, because MH MH looks like her spirit has been rocked, <laughs> and truly, mine has as well. Ooh, I'm not speaking, speaking to tonight. Myself. I fear. <laughs> I'm not sleeping tonight. There's some numbers I need to delete. Bro, <laughs> there's some behaviors I need to abolish. <laughs> you know, um, when you were speaking, MH, firstly about the legacies of obedience and disobedience, mm-hmm. the thing that came to mind was Father Abraham with mm-hmm. Ishmael. Because what wow. has now come about from that beef? That's what I'll say on that matter. Generational beef. <laughs> which we are millennia that has lasted for millennia. for millennia and will probably last until the day jesus calls me home <laughs> so there's that and the other thing what were you t- what was the point you were making can you just run me down again real quick me or i'm there um mh you're saying esther was in the palace and that there was like there was a festival like what was required of her was like to see the king festival mm-hmm. to commemorate her the legacy of her obedience um, but also the legacy of your disobedience, like where we may your disobedience take you if like if we had not done specific things or been obedient to God at a specific point, what are what could have happened? But not in a doomsday way, just It was when you said doomsday. Yes, that was good. <laughs> okay, so when MH said doomsday, it got me thinking about another aspect of like fear and obedience. And it was just about I think not to I don't think that, in fact, I know that we shouldn't obey God out of fear because Mm. MHU touched on this idea that, you know, you hate when Christians be using doomsday to try to evangelize to people. And I totally agree with that because I feel like fear is enough to get you to like wake up and to jolt your spirit, but it's not enough to sustain a relationship with God. And I feel Mm. like um, true obedience comes from trusting God and trusting that like his plans for your life are better than the ones that you have for yourself. And like, um, I remember someone once said in my Bible study, like, um, what is it they now said? I even wrote this down because I was just like, bro, yeah, obedience without trust is idolatry. And I was just like, wow, it really is. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like before you can even get to the point where you're like, let me obey. I think there's, there's some prerequisites to that. I feel like you have to know the God who you're obeying and understand why his, why his words need to be revered you know what i mean mm. and understand the heart that he has for you and not 
because if not then you'll see obedience as this like really onerous set of things that you have to do rather than this thing that's going to free you from so much trouble and distress because if mm. i think back to the times where i as i am perfectly put parts obeyed and parts <laughs> the times in my life where i genuinely disobeyed trust me i've had enough circumstances and consequences to know that god's heart for me is better than my one for myself mm. because the wanipa living translation that runs on vibes and does what she wants always leads to me feeling ashamed and guilty and not wanting to come before god and now we're back in square one you know what i'm saying yeah. and so i feel like knowing god's heart means that my obedience comes from a better place and it's more yeah. sustainable mm-hmm. i think that brings us full circle we're at 40 minutes mm. yeah yeah any last any last words guys to summarize obedience your parting thoughts I haven't been thinking straight since I am Faye Rock to my world. Yet. Literally, me neither. My spirit, actually, I, my stomach, I feel sick to my stomach. <laughs> no, sorry, guys. <laughs> Don't say sorry, yo. It's the Holy Spirit working through you. Holy Spirit came to, to sh- shut me up. <laughs> um, yeah. I've said all I need to say. No, you've said plenty. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys on that note that brings us to the end of another episode we really hope that you enjoyed this discussion if anything we hope that this discussion rocked your world as much as it did ours because that means holy spirit is working on you also and although obedience might seem like something that's onerous now my prayer for you guys is that you just start by working on understanding the god who loves you and wants you to obey for your own good um as always thank you so much to the person who sent us in this question about discerning the word of god and continue to send us your questions and ideas through the anonymous google form we really appreciate it and ultimately we want to make the content and speak on the things which are most beneficial for you um you can as always you can follow us on our social media at let god podcast across all the regular degular platforms and <laughs> please if you are a uk listener and you would like to and you have not already please 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 fill out the survey in our description about the live show because we want to cater to you because <laughs> that is your day i'm not gonna sing the rest just fill out the survey Oh, <laughs> y'all should stop calling me Wanipa Smoke, baby. Those were some bars, like Wanipa J. Blige, honey. Anyways, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We love and appreciate you guys, and thank you so much for 20k, bro. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Guys. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, bye. Bye, y'all. Love you. Bye. <laughs>